Section 4 of Loop Guru. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Doug Fajardo. Loop Guru by Eden Philpotts. Section 4 this sudden and unexpected tragedy quieted the brothers feud noel as a relief to his feelings got upon his pony and galloped back to rosso for a doctor roger picked up his little dead aunt and carried her back to her couch great weeping and wailing arose from the black domestics but Beneath their sorrow lurked satisfaction of a sort and gloomy excitement, a weird, flesh-creeping pleasure which they extract from the circumstance of death. Convincing himself that his aunt was really past all aid, Roger Warren put the whining blacks out of the room, closed the jealousies of the chamber, and waited quietly for the return of his brother with a medical man. All was over now, and he felt that the relief of knowing what Aunt Melian had really done with her money would be great. Not, of course, that he cared over much himself. He looked at a massive brass-bound bureau of black oak which hid the secret. It struck him that it might be well to roughly acquaint himself with the position of affairs. Here was an opportunity. In a workbasket by the dead woman lay a bunch of keys. He opened the main door of the bureau to find that it contained no documents, only little bags and rolls of paper. Locking this again, he made a further search, and suddenly chanced on what he sought with the will and testament of Ruth Malian, writ large on the top of it. He just glanced through it to gather the general idea. This was quickly grasped, and the intelligence turned Roger Warren very white and cold, and said a strange, hazy mist dancing in his eyes. The rumored wealth of his aunt existed only in imagination. Her total fortune amounted to slightly more than five thousand pounds, and every penny of it was left to Noel. Villa St. Joseph, and a beggarly acre or two of land, had been willed to Roger. He put his hands over his wet forehead and walked to the window. Then he turned and gazed at the gray face upon the bed. Its eyes had opened again. It almost looked at him and laughed. All your care and attention and anxiety wasted it seemed to say. Roger sat down to reflect. 
and the devil came to take his share in the argument, only he disguised himself. It was a fiery trial, bursting upon a disposition ill-armed to withstand this particular assault. My reward is not of this world, thought Roger. Then a voice spoke to him, and it said, Here is a case in which the Prince of Darkness must be fought with his own weapons. You do not want money. You never think of worldly wealth but a great responsibility rests on your shoulders now. This ancient woman was twice a child, a Nile, imbecile, altogether incapable of conducting affairs. Fortunately, you can rectify her sad error. Providence has given you an opportunity to do so. Cast now this mad document into the flames, and possess yourself of the money. Hold it in trust for your brother, if you will, but do not suffer it to pass into his hands now. It is like giving it into the keeping of Belial. Do a grain of evil, that vast good may come. And so on, and so on. The voice spoke at some length, and its arguments finally became very sophistical and subtle. Truly the spectacle of the struggle would have edified a third person. Roger thought that his conscience was speaking. He knelt down by his dead relation and forgave her for her sin and made the position a subject of prayer. Then he rose refreshed, locked up the bureau again, and put the keys where he had taken them from. But Miss Malian's will he placed in his pocket for the present. A moment afterwards he was summoned by a big deputation of negresses who thronged around the little entrance of Villa St. Joseph, and all spoke together in wild excitement. Roger bade them be silent, and then old Martha, the woman already mentioned, explained their errand. These ladies come to know about singing tonight, Massa. They sing to keep Luke Guru from the poor soul that gone. Luke Guru, him terrible busy just now. And the jumpies, they day busy too. Don, he see Luke Guru when Mars Jackson die. And Tom Wilson see him when his boy die. So these ladies come sing this night. Loopscaroo and Jumbies, it must be explained, are horrid monsters, akin to the vampire and werewolf. They are held to be particularly active at times of death. A corpse will drag them out of their secret hiding places, and any dead person, not sung or prayed for prior to burial, will most surely be partially devoured or mutilated by the creatures. Singing, however, keeps them away, but nothing can kill them save a bullet consecrated in some place of worship. Weird and frightful tales are told of these demons and the legends concerning them, while French in origin, 
have been greatly added to and improved upon by the mystery-loving negroes they are a very terror to ignorant minds and few blacks would care to speak lightly of them in times of death therefore the silence of the night that succeeds is often broken by sobbing wailing melodies begun at sunset and continued until dawn at which time the power of these monsters is held to cease roger warren reflected a moment before answering the eager crowd of women another time he would have preached a little sermon on the sin of such superstitious imaginings but on this occasion he did not do you say something has been seen he asked seriously yes massa plenty lukaroo seen him awfulest black wicked lukaroo dan and tom dey see him you may sing here to-night but not in the house you can meet in the garden be careful and do no damage that is all the women marched chattering off to prepare for such a scene as they love to sing all night at a mournful occasion of this kind gives one a certain amount of distinction and when it is a white man or woman for whom you sing then you stand a reasonable chance of becoming celebrated soon afterwards noel arrived with dr smith of rosso i can't hurt her soul now said the medical man mournfully and i can't mend her poor little body either she's gone for good syncope settled the matter she probably made a sudden effort and it was too much for her poor old lady gone ruth malian was a landmark in time here a link with the far past of dominica god rest her end of section four